you're ready to take your leadership to the next level, you're in the right place. This is the Think on Purpose podcast, and I'm your host, Jen Fry. Let's dive in. Are you trying too hard to be a nice leader? And what I mean by that is, have you ever had thoughts that sound like, I want the work to get done, but I also want to be nice about it. I want people to be accountable, but they have a lot of things that they're struggling with. So I don't want to push them. You know, it's just easier to do the work myself and then I don't have to bother anyone. Or maybe you're thinking, gosh, my team is so overwhelmed or they're doing so much. I I cannot ask them to do anything else. If you have these kinds of thoughts, you want to listen to today's episode because it is a sign that you might be trying to be too nice. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. We are talking about how to become less nice, I'm hanging with me here, and more direct. And I preface it this way because it's not that we're not nice people. It's not that we're not still being nice leaders, but we're doing it in a different way. And so what I want to offer you today is that it is actually kind to be direct. So if some of those sentences that I stated at the beginning feel familiar to you, then you might be saying things in a way that is a little bit less direct. Now notice my phrasing, perfect example. Well, it's a little less direct. It sounds very nice because I don't want to offend my listeners. The problem is you may not know what I'm talking about at this point. And that's the problem when our focus is on being nice instead of on being direct communicators. So if you are trying to be nice, you might say things in response to your team or in response to your manager that sound like, I'm not sure that's right. When you get a chance, that was a big one for me when I was a brand new manager. I was so frustrated because I could not understand why my team wasn't doing the projects and they weren't completing the tasks that I wanted them to complete. And I would get so frustrated and we would build this tension where my team did not understand the task I wanted them to do and I could not understand why they didn't get it. Well, it turns out the language that I was using was not direct and was not specific because I was saying things like, when you get a chance, when you get a moment, would you mind doing this thing? And the result was actually an increase in tension, an increase in frustration on both sides for both me and the team member. Other things that we might do, if we have a a clock-in time or a start time for a meeting and we say to the person, Hey, it's helpful if we all arrive on time. Hey, that'd be helpful. That'd be nice if. But the expectation, what we actually want from the person is to arrive on time, to be there at nine o'clock or whenever the meeting starts. I remember working my very first job in retail and my manager was very clear that you were to be five minutes before your shift started. You were to be in uniform, backstage, ready to clock in and on the floor standing there right as your shift started. The directions were very clear. We knew what to do. But a lot of us don't give our teams that level of detail. Another example might be, maybe there's been a funding decrease or a change in priorities. And so our projects shift. Our team starts to ask ask us about it and we feel awkward. We feel uncomfortable. We don't want to say, 
all this hard work that you've been doing, we've actually changed our minds. Sorry about that. So we sound kind of wishy-washy. It sounds like, well, we might not be able to continue or we probably can't or let me see. So be mindful, not only of the communication that you're using with your teams, but how are you feeling as you're saying it? Because a lot of times we're telling ourselves we want to be kind, but it's actually a cover-up for our own feeling awkward, our own insecurity, our own not wanting to tell the truth. So be on to yourself and be willing to notice what is going on for you. Because the truth is that when we try so hard to be nice, we actually often are not nice to ourselves. We sacrifice our boundaries, our free time, our ideas. We sacrifice our own leadership. In trying to be nice, we actually come across as either unprofessional or or unable to make a decision. So notice what is that creating for you and your business and your team when we're trying too hard to be nice. It is actually more kind to be direct than it is to be nice. Kind and direct is actually better because it is clear, it is specific, and clear, direct instructions create certainty. If you have ever worked for an organization where maybe the manager didn't know how to make a decision or they weren't empowered to make a decision, so you're constantly living in uncertainty, it is super frustrating. When you're thinking as an employee, I think I'm doing a good job, but I don't really know for sure. Or you're getting really vague feedback like, keep it up, great job. But you don't know specifically what is great or what you're doing well. That is frustrating. It is so much better to be direct with our team and tell them, I love this specific thing about your presentation and this needs work. So I want to get into some examples about how the language we use would be different if we're direct. So notice as I'm saying some of these sentences, just notice what comes up in your body. Do you have a reaction like, oh, I could never say that. That sounds so mean. Just notice. Because you don't actually have to use any of these phrases, but we want to use them to tease out where are you in your efforts to be kind and instead of being direct. So you might say, that is incorrect. That is wrong. How does that feel when you say that sentence? For some of us, it's really, really uncomfortable, especially those of us who have been socialized as women who maybe have gotten messages like, We can't tell someone else that they're wrong. That's not nice. That's not okay. So notice what comes up because there are times when someone is actually wrong. There is a fact. We can fact check it. We can look at numbers on a budget. The budget is incorrect. The addition or the math behind it is incorrect. Are we willing to say that to someone or are we too busy being nice? And we're like, well, let's make some adjustments here. When you are direct and kind, but not necessarily nice, you might say, I need this project done by Thursday at 9 a.m. And I need it done because I have a meeting at 10 and I, I need to be able to review the numbers then. So I'm giving them a very specific date and I'm also offering the why that is direct and it is kind. Instead of saying, hey, it's better if we all start at 9 a.m., I would say, clock in at 9 a.m. Your shift starts at nine. Be ready five minutes before. If I'm talking about the project example, 
due to budget changes, that project will end on Monday. We are not continuing with that item. We are not continuing with that task. Instead of, let me check my calendar, I'm not sure, we can just simply say, no, I'm a no right now. I can't do it. That doesn't fit into my priorities. How do those sentences feel for you? For some people, it might be super easy, not a problem. For others, it's going to sound extremely awkward because that is not how we're used to communicating. So think about, is there a phrase that you could start practicing and just see how it goes? What is your team's response and how does that feel for you? Now, when I think about being direct and kind, There's three steps that I think can be helpful as we start running these experiments and practicing with our our changing our language. So the first one is to identify the facts. So a fact is something that we, we can prove that it happened. It's maybe from the past or it's what someone else has said, um, a dollar amount, something that has happened and we don't have control of it. So we want to know exactly what has happened. So listen to the difference. I would say, Jen has Jen has a, a history of being late, or Jen is chronically late to our, our team meeting. Versus the facts, the past three meetings, Jen has been five minutes late. Super different. So we want to start with the facts because it can take out some of the emotion and create a little more neutrality. When we're dealing with our team members, the facts can help us really stay grounded and focused because I'm not giving my opinion on their behavior. I'm not giving any kind of assumption. I'm just starting with the facts. This is what happened. Then I want to think about as the leader, what is the desired change? Am I needing to communicate a decision? Is there a behavior change that I'm looking for from a team member? Is there a project deadline change? Is there a new task? What is going on and what is the change that I want? Here's the easiest question to ask yourself. What do you want? Easy question to ask. Often a very difficult question to answer because many of us as leaders are very reactive. We hear that something is happening and we just start telling other people and getting them involved. Asking ourselves, what do I want, will help slow the whole thing down. We have the facts and we know what is the direction. What do I want? I would also offer to add why. Why do I need this thing done Thursday at 9 a.m.? Why do I need this task done before the one that we already talked about? Why do I want this change? What is the culture shift that I am trying to create? What is my why? Because when we can slow this whole thing down as leaders, it is so much easier to bring our team along with us. And when they understand the why, they're a lot more likely to do the thing that we're asking. So one, get the facts. Two, what do you want? And then the third step in our kind and direct communication is to be clear. This helps our teams and our peers understand exactly what is required, by when, and why. Remember, direct communication is clear, it is specific, and it creates certainty. So one idea, if this is new for you, is to actually either write it out, kind of script it out for yourself, practice with a colleague or a peer that you trust, or of course, get a coach. This is something that I work on a lot with my clients who are trying to overcome people pleasing or perfectionism or this like I'm too nice type of way of being in the world and as managers. 
when we are trying something new, it is going to feel awkward. So it can be super helpful to just play it out ahead of time and allow yourself to run that experiment before you have the actual conversation. Now, step, I'll call it 3.5 that I like to offer is then do an evaluation. When I was direct, when I asked the team member for exactly what I wanted and I knew my why and I had my facts, how did that feel? What was that interaction like? What kind of culture am I building from this place of direct and kind? Evaluate the result and ask myself, what did I learn? Would I do anything different next time? And again, this is a place where so many of us as as leaders fall short because we're so busy staying in motion and doing the next thing that we don't slow down and do that self-evaluation. How is my self-leadership? How was I prepared for this meeting? So again, this is something that coaching can really help with. And I work with my clients to provide that space. If you are an external processor like me, having that space to sort of talk out the experience to process it is super, super helpful. So again, just a quick recap, direct is kind. We actually help our teams and we help ourselves move forward more quickly with better decisions when we know exactly what the facts are, what I want, what needs to happen and why, and then we communicate those changes directly. Thanks so much for listening with me today and I'll see you next week. Hey, don't forget to like and follow me on Instagram at jen.fry.coaching where we share more tips, more personal stories and continue our journey to think on purpose. And if you like today's episode, Click those three dots and share it with a friend.